This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. I'm an evolutionary astrologer and an energy worker and a channel. Uh, and on my site is uh, quite a lot of uh, healing tools and also courses and uh, sessions and sound bites and all kinds of things to help you understand yourself better and heal, release, evolve, balance, clear, etc. This MP3 uh, is on my experiences with and also kind of the, the deal uh, regarding these Oralite 23 crystals that I have um, programmed with energy from Archangel Metatron, which, as I explain, is a very intense... Mm, it's an energy that pushes you to be authentic and to leave behind blocks to empowerment. So whatever blocks you have it will pull them to the surface. Oralite 23 in general is about connecting with your higher self. Metatron's energy additionally is really pulling to the surface what part of you needs to, to be resolved. And, and it can be very intense as I explain. During this, I recorded this when I was on the road a couple of weeks ago. I was actually in my car. And I, I talked about the pieces that I had charged or programmed for myself. And I said, I, I will do them eventually. Well, today is August 5th, and yesterday, August 4th, I did energetically, I finished programming them. I did like a half an hour a day for three days. It took quite a, quite a while to make these seven pieces. Um, and so they are now available at tdjacobs.com. Click on the program crystals picture on the homepage now. It's a tiger iron piece. And then there's a table that lists all the, all the available shock or all the... Um, crystals and stones that I offer organized by what chakras they support. Down toward the bottom will be Oralite 23. It looks like amethyst. It's it's mostly amethyst, but it's got at least 17 of up to 23 metals in it. So when we go there, the first three rows of the table are the regular standard Oralite 23. Connect to your higher self. Disconnect from the negative critical mind. Fantastic for many, many purposes, and there's info on the page. But then the lower three the lower three rows, there are seven pieces, are the Metatron ones. They're clearly labeled, but just so you know that there are two kinds of stones on that one page. Uh, anyway, be in touch with questions. Oh, and I also say when they're in this MP3, I think a couple times, maybe once, oh, when they're available, uh, maybe I'll have a screening call because it's so intense. I want you to know what you're getting into. Uh, we're not going to do that. I did put them up so you can purchase them, but I put a note in there. Uh, make sure that you are comfortable and consistent and being grounded just in case something very intense uh, happens uh, for you. So uh, again, be in touch with any questions, tom at tdjacobs.com. And um, yeah, otherwise uh, happy evolving. And uh, yeah, take care. Thanks in advance for, uh, for playing and uh, listening to this. Today is uh, July 18th, 2017, and I'm actually driving from, actually, in reality, I'm driving from uh, Austin, Texas, to uh, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and I'm getting clarity on something, so I thought I would, it's kind of cool, I can set up my computer in the car and wear a wireless headset and drive, and uh, anyway, so I'm getting some clarity as I sit here with these Oralite 23 crystals that I have programmed with Metatron's energy. It's been uh, weeks this story has been unfolding, but 
I feel like the last couple days, and then especially right now, I'm getting clarity. So I so I pulled off the side of the highway or off the off the highway, and in some little town and uh, set it up. Now I'm about to get back on the highway. So there may be a little noise. This this mic is noise canceling. There may be a little background noise, but I kind of need to get get this down, and I can't like write when I'm driving, whatever. So <laughs> lately I've been doing some experimentation. Um, with crystals, and I've done three things that were a, a, a little different. The first one uh, was this Oralite 23 thing. I had in my mind, uh, after a client had asked several months ago, maybe four or five months ago, she sent me her uh, her own Labradorite sphere that she loves and asks me if I asked, asked, past tense, if I would charge it. And I have done that before, actually specifically with Labradorite, where people love their Labradorites, and uh, but they want, you know, the the effect that mine offer. So anyway, so she sent it to me, and then she she wrote me and said, uh, "Could you put Metatron's energy in it?" And what I would normally do is a a kind of gentle energy that opens things up. Well, that's what I would normally do in Labradorite. And it's also a grounding energy, uh, so I get very grounded before I do it and make sure that frequency is in there, so that it, uh, the labradorite that the normal labradorite that I offer, will not just organize, open, and balance your sixth chakra, so balance left and right mind, which naturally opens up intuition, but will also um, ground sixth chakra to the third chakra to gut instinct. So. I wrote to her, yeah, I'll put Metatron's energy in this. I have no idea what's going to happen, <laughs> you know? um, but I'll, I'm happy to do it. Sure, let's play a game. So I did it, and I, it was really an, in, an intense process. Um, I guess now you're probably really hearing highway noise. Hope it's okay. Um, it was a really intense process. Normally, Labradorites, I might do for 30, 40, 45 minutes until the feedback from the stones I'm holding is kind of like I'm getting a feedback response that's almost too much for me. Like, I know they're, so to speak, full of the charge. And they're not going to get more charged because this energy is now coming back at me. And that's actually how I charge most of the stones. And so, you know, a batch of red jasper might take 40 minutes, another one might take an hour and a half. It really just depends on a lot of different factors, how I'm sleeping, how I'm eating, if I'm exercising, like, you know, how energy's running in my body, like, how the weather's affecting me. It's, it's like a bunch of different variables. Um, tiger irons, the Jehudi tiger irons are actually um, pretty consistently uh, just about an hour but everything else kind of varies, and that's because I, I do a p particular channeling process, and it, it just takes time. But anyway, so I had it in my head, that Metatron thing with the Labradorite for the client was good. She wrote back to me and said, this, she loved it, it was incredible, and she was able to contact and talk to and hear from Metatron with this Labradorite. Like, it opened something up, and I was like, that's pretty cool. I'm going to play with that later. So here we are months later. Had that in my head, and I wanted to do it. And But before I did that, there was this invitation to program the uh, Oralite 23s with 
the Metatron Energy 2. So I did that, and then a couple days, few days later, I did the Labradorite. And then it was recently for the Capricorn Full Moon, the third experiment, just to like flush out the list, was putting St. Germain's heart-opening energy I typically reserve for putting in pink opal for healing emotional issues into black agate, which is a dark stone. Obviously, it's black, or it's kind of like really dark gray. So dark as to appear black. And um, so little experiments. But this thing about the Oralite 23, the first time I... And they feel, they feel so different. They're like a special little curiosity. And I was just uh, at an expo in Austin, and I told somebody... Because I had them on the table, just in case somebody wanted one. And I, would, I could explain it, give them the, the thing I'm going to tell you today, and then uh, they could see if they, if they wanted it, see what it felt like. But um, they didn't have prices or stickers, like inventory numbers. Because, you know, it's like, it's like you go to the, the, the store and, with your friend, and the owner knows your friend, and the owner says, hey, just because, you know, I know your friend and, and you're good people... I'll take you into the back room and show you the special thing. That's what it's like. So, um, so I, um, you know, could just even feel their vibration across the room that it was very different than the regular Oralite 23s, which I use, you know, all the time, all the time in reading and teaching and sometimes to sleep with, you know, holding, holding, uh, one in each hand. So I use it all the time. But this was very different, and it was, like, magical and mysterious. And so I decided I was going to play with it um, and see if it did anything good. <laughs> and if it did, if I could articulate that. Because, anyway, so here we go. It's kind of a long intro, but here we go. Um, Metatron's energy is intended to spur you to not compromise about self-respect and integrity and self-care. Ascended Master Jehudi, Thoth, St. Germain, Merlin, that that whole bit, that, that being with all those faces and, and kind of frequencies and messages, that, um, that being says a lot of the same things that Metatron would say. You are a divine being. Your empowerment rests upon healthy choices. But Jehudi, Thoth, St. Germain et al., will lecture you at, until you can't take it anymore. Like, it could, it could talk endlessly about why. Uh, you know, why does the soul create this experience? You know, it's this ongoing thing. Metatron brings this energy which is meant to get into you to cause you to cease sabotaging yourself, doubting yourself, keeping yourself small, holding yourself back, all this kind of thing. So it's this, they're in the same kind of camp philosophically, these two beings. And there are six books from Jehudi from me, uh, channeled books and on Amazon and Kindle on my site, but also a bunch of MP3s. You can you know, get his frequency and adapt to it and, and learn a lot about what he says. And he's, he's here to teach us about our soul's journey and what it takes for us to evolve as humans, no matter what we need. But the Metatron thing is very intense and uncompromising. Now... For somebody who's not open to that energy, it might just make them uncomfortable or feel a little nauseous or have a headache or something, right? But for those people who are ready for it, this energy will come into the body and it will um, cause changes. 
the Orlite 23 Viper, and just to contrast the building blocks here, or, or build up the story, the Orlite 23 vibration is about connecting you to your higher self and helping you disconnect or cease identifying and thereby a detachment or disconnection a bit uh, to some degree from the voice of doubt or the critical mind voice that all humans have access to and some people are really distracted by. So the Orlite 23s normally will, will do that, especially the way that I charge them. It's a very high vibrating, you know, spiritual stone. I wouldn't say it's a spiritual transformer. I would say that it will connect you to a higher version of yourself, including being able to understand the logic and perhaps hear the messages of your spirit guidance team. I don't, I don't know if you have, um, uh, as you and I sit together here, uh, having our tea. I don't know if you've um, had the experience of getting an intuitive reading or a channeled reading or a psychic reading, uh, even from a medium or something, where some message comes through and you're challenged and you are bummed. <laughs> you know, you don't want to hear that, oh, it's going to be hard for another three years, do these 25 things and then everything will be fine. Like that's hard to hear for our personalities. We, see, we go to readings, we seek guidance from a human or guidance from our guides or angels and masters or whatever in order to, or even like, you know, deceased relatives as guides, helpers, in order to get comfort, right? But what they do is they tell you what you need to do to evolve. So there are just a number of examples in my own uh, life history of the last, you know, I don't know, 13, 14 years since all this stuff started for me, where I've gotten messages that are totally bumming me out. And I really don't want to hear, okay, so Oralite 23 normally helps me see the logic of my guides, which is the logic of my soul. That is so incredibly empowering to be able to carry that frequency of truth, but also you can carry it, you can embody it. You're willing to let that thing that challenges your personality be true. This is really this is the normal Oralite 23 thing. So they're amazing without Metatron's energy. So the com the combination of kick-ass, uncompromising, you know, Metatron's deal about, I will stare at you unwaveringly holding a vision of your highest good reflecting to you that the next choice you're going to make, this choice you're considering, in fact, could be made with self-respect from a powerful, empowered, empowering, self-loving place. So he, he kind of brings this energy where you get to com compare what you're vibrating to it and you can bring it in. I didn't know how that would work with this very high vibrating, you know, connect with the wisdom of my soul thing. Hence the experiment. And so uh, the first time I used them, that's the intro. Okay, now the actual audio diary here starts now at whatever, minute like 5,000. Um, so I, the first time I used them after charging them, and I think it was a day or two later, I don't remember, was I, w I went to acupuncture. Now, now acupuncture, a typical weekend with, uh, Schnubs McGrubs, my girlfriend, and, um, you know, whatever, I have a list of things I usually ask for. 
I, I often bring crystals uh, with me, program crystals, to help me, um, you know, whatever, ground, focus, relax, open, stop my mind, whatever. I just have a, a variety of things I may bring. I'll bring, you know, probably two of the same kind of stone, and I'll hold one in each hand. Sometimes I'll have a third one in a pocket or something, but not often, because I want to focus on one vibration. And I do often bring Oralite 23s with me, the normal ones. <laughs> so I brought two of these four Metatron Oralites with me. And uh, it's normal for me to, to, to zonk out, to go to sleep, and to wake up a little disoriented because acupuncture opens up meridians and connects energy, and so you have this flowing energy, and it's very relaxing. When, so I slept so hard. I actually fell asleep before I got the needles in, meaning... In the like six or seven minutes I was in the chair before the practitioner put the needles in, I fell asleep hard. He had to wake me up to put the needles in so he wouldn't startle me. And then I slept so hard. And when I woke up, I was clear. I hadn't slept that well since I was like four years old. And I have this particular memory, just like really briefly, of being in this, um, being in the back seat of my mom's boyfriend's car returning from, I think it was SeaWorld. We lived in Northeast Ohio, so we went up to like Aurora in, in near Cleveland. And the sun, it was like, um, it was probably like August and uh, the sun was going down. There's a particular angle of sun. I'm asleep in the back seat of his, uh, uh, I wanna say it was like a 77 Mustang convertible two-door, like a black with white, black car with white leather. Like, I was asleep in the back. I was just, all these memories of all the sensations and textures, and um, my mom wearing, like, like a, I don't know how to say this, but like a tennis skirt, like what she would wear to play tennis in. Anyway, I just have all these memories of this, and having eaten, like, tuna fish sandwiches in the parking lot from the back of the car, and everybody laughing. It was a great day. It was a fantastic day. And anyway, I slept so hard in the car on the way back that I remember it. I can't remember sleeping that well, right? Well, here I am, I'm 44, and I'm still working on effective energy management techniques, and sometimes I don't sleep that great. So when I woke up in the chair, <laughs> a little diversion into Tom's uh, cancer south no childhood, I remember what my mom was wearing. I remember we ate tuna fish sandwich. Anyway, so um, <laughs> a little cabinet of curiosities here. At the acupuncture place, though, I woke up feeling more disoriented than usual. I'd say like 30, 40% of the time when I, after acupuncture, I will ask uh, Schnubs McGrubs to um, drive because like I'll drive there and then sometimes I just, we'll run errands afterward and I know that I'm not gonna be good to like drive to the grocery store. So, but this was more, I was disoriented and I was out of it. Now, what I thought is um, yeah, wow, I slept really well. These stones are great. <laughs> That's what I thought. But something was different. And, um, in, over the course of the next day, couple days, this energy in me rose, was on the surface. Like, it had come to the surface. As in, a part of me from the unconscious or from another life, same thing, unconscious, came to the surface with vitriol, with anger, impatience, judgment, um, 
uh, very specifically about some people I've been in relationship with, like romantic sexual relationships with, um, and some people they were kind of close calls with in that category. Like there's a connection, but we didn't actually have a relationship really, but there was, but we didn't. Anyway, so, and it was a couple couple people plus Schnubs herself who with whom I am now, with whom I am with now. And um, I was basically I'm gonna I'm just gonna say this and, and here's where the interest where the uh, adult language comes in. I'm not gonna edit it or bleep it. Uh, this part of me basically to these three people um, just had one thing to say which was like fuck you <laughs> like fuck off. I didn't say that to Schnubs uh, and I don't have contact with these other two people because apparently it's very important to them to, uh, because they love me so much, they can never have contact with me again. And that's one of the things where I'm like, okay, that, fuck you. Um, (laughs) uh, You love me so much, like, okay. So this part of me is angry with this. Now, the part of, I already have like Mars Uranus conjunction in the first house natally, which makes me very fiery and reactive. And And I do, I have to work to manage my energy, including anger. And I have Chiron in the seventh, you know, opposing Venus on the ascendant. So I'm picking up energies everywhere. And I'm always having to learn more about stabilizing my field. But I felt internally out of control. And this and I was like, well, one thing that was different about this was I didn't have to yell my anger. I was just speaking it. But there was this edge and this like venom and this vitriol. And it was almost like, almost under my voice. But I was saying all these terrible things by myself in my office. I'm sure the schnubs could hear it through the floor and definitely feel the vibration. I was literally unable to control what I was thinking, feeling, and saying. Tiger iron grounding, onyx grounding, nothing worked. I used some hematite a little bit. It helped a little bit, kind of, when I've used it before, it's maybe a little nonverbal, like relaxed me so much that I... Like, go so deeply into the root chakra in a peaceful way that, you know, I don't need to speak. It helped a little bit sometimes, like 10 minutes here or there. But this was, I want to say, a week or eight or nine days of internal obnoxious. And I was afraid because I have never felt that particular frequency of vitriol before. Like, stuff comes up. And then I feel it, and then a day or two or three weeks later, it's gone. But this was, like, so core. This was so big. And I knew at the time, whatever it was, that it was enabled to come up. Basically, I was guided to program these Aurelite 23 pieces in order to cause this to happen. Not like there's destiny, but to open the door for something deep like this that needs res- resolution and processing. Uh, and so all of this is synchronistic and perfect and part of the plan. Part of the plan to help me get over what hurts and what I might, you know, inadvertently carry, or, or might, what I might carry that inadvertently keeps me from, um, you know, health and happiness and openness. I'm actually coming up on Fort Worth now, so I'm going to try not to be too dis- distracted by speaking or looking at things. Um, okay. So, it is normal that you fall asleep 
when something in the unconscious needs to happen. You know, if you go to a meditation circle or a retreat, or you go to a mediumship circle where there's a seance or a, a circle or whatever, meditation and, and talking to spirits, it would be normal for you. Uh, it's normal when I do channeling events and when people listen to my channel meditations and energy work MP3s that they fall asleep sometimes. That's normal. Because your conscious self is a little overwhelmed by what is about to happen and it and you go to sleep and then something happens. Whether it's you know, reorganization, you're hearing the frequency or subconsciously, right? You're asleep or unconscious or it's guides doing work on you or in my case, in this in this thing with the oral at 23 pieces of acupuncture, this part needed to come up from under the surface and it was so deep and it happened so fast that I needed to be unconscious. So, you know, it felt right to take the oral lights to acupuncture. Oh yeah, I was gonna sleep anyway. So it was this uh, perfect uh, combination of factors. So this unconscious part of me now is angry because of certain things that, certain ways that I perceive these three women have treated me or not treated me. So I'm not going to get into all the details, but like one of the things that happens in my world over and over again because of my karmic wiring, my multi-life journey, and the debris that I've uh, collected, is that I, I often find people are unavailable when I need them. So yes, I have a Cancer South Node, right? But, so you might expect that like I'm a little needy, and I probably am, but I also have Venus conjunct Pluto, and you see my Venus, it's on the Ascendant in Libra, and you say, he seems nice. You get close, you look to me, and you look at me in the eye, and you realize that Pluto's in there, right? So my Venus has been Plutoed, and sometimes people don't find that out right away. Well, what can often happen with that is that other people's fears get triggered when they relate with me. So, essentially, I need to be around people socially who are able to meet Plutonian fear with courage and not be afraid of the fact that they feel intense things or sometimes might have motivations that are frightening, right? People who are super grounded. That's, so Schnubs is like that, so I can hang with her. We've been together for like six years. But other people sometimes, you know, most of the people in the world don't want to deal with Pluto and most of them who do want to deal with it are kind, or are willing to deal with it are kind of afraid. So everything's, you know, it's all good. But the point being um, that some of these dynamics in these three relationships have had me resenting the other person for not being open to me. Now, I'm synergistically co-creating, right, synchronistically co-creating people being unavailable. So I heal some, like, two-year-old abandonment thing that I've been working on for a, long, a really, really, really long time. I've talked about it in other MP3s to various places. So anyway, I can see that context of, yeah, I'm co-creating it, but the feeling of, oh, you love me, but you can't be available, You're, you don't have time, you can't, you know, that whole bit, like, it just catches up after a while, and, you know, my normal thing would be to go in my office and do work, and I'm noticing now in my, my mid-40s just how fucking annoying that is. I don't want to work anymore. I don't want to work all the time, 
always anymore. I don't want to retreat into work. I want to fucking interact with people. And if the, everyone's unavailable, then fuck them. Like, that's the that's the person. That's the voice. Oh, you love me so much you're unavailable? Fuck you. You don't have time? Fuck you. You can't do anything with me? Fuck you. You can't talk to me ever again because you care about me? So, fuck you. Like, that's not love. Fuck you. Anyway, so that's the whole that's the whole kind of thing. But it was it was scary to feel it. After, I don't know, maybe a week or so, week, again, seven, eight, nine days, I don't know, I started using the Metatron um, Labradorites to get some clarity. It was just kind of on a whim, kind of a hunch, and so I would hold them, and I actually felt a little better, and I was able to see more of what was happening with this part and what was going on without being terribly involved in that frustration and anger. But it was still a number of weeks until I felt better. Like, think about that. It was like, it was over three weeks before I felt okay again. And that was really kind of scary. Business slowed down because when I'm dealing with crap, people get this vibe to stay away. And I, I understand that. So I was also kind of like, honestly, a little worried about money, you know, for a couple weeks. I know that things turn around. I know that everything's temporary. And I know that the universe is supportive. And I have a wonderful community all over the world that supports me. So I, I was able to kind of chill out about it. Um, but all these conversations with, with schnubs kept coming up about future expenses. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I can't, you know, I can't, I don't want to do that expense, whatever. So we just kind of have, and I was trying not to like be afraid about it, but I was frustrated because it was like, I have to heal this gigantic, apparently seemingly impossible thing in order to make a living. And I was like, universe, fuck you. Like, I'm so awesome. I have to jump through hoops. Fuck you. Anyway, that, that was the whole tenor of the three, three and a half weeks. And like I said, it got a little better. Okay. So then I thought I shouldn't spend a lot of time with the Metatron Oralite 23s. <laughs> and then I thought, well, maybe I can learn more about it. Maybe something will change. Weeks later, a month later-ish, I started picking them up again, and they actually felt pretty good. So what had happened is this anger, which is a response to pain, this part of me that carries this, was shaken loose during that acupuncture session. So, what, an hour, hour and ten minutes or something, including that time I slept before the acupuncture guy got there. And, um... Sorry, there's a truck with a signal on me. It is not going. Okay. Um, one thing I've noticed about Texas, by the way, about the driving, first of all, in Austin itself, um... The energy of the drivers was not crappy and aggressive and angry or sleazy or anything like that. Like in Denver, tons of people were driving like shitheads. And all the people from Denver say it's people moving there from California, whatever, I don't care. The fact is, driving in Denver sucks because of the drivers. Driving in Austin sucks (laughs) because um, the streets are narrow almost everywhere, unless you're on this, like, freeway, like, Ben White Boulevard or whatever, uh, and then suddenly the speed limit's 55 and you're on the highway and you're like, what the hell, I don't even know what's going on. Um, but also, it's curvy and hilly. 
So the people, the drivers, were not weird and aggressive and uncouth and uncivilized like in Denver. But the actual driving was still extremely stressful. So now I'm like on the highway where it's a lot of this trip has been today has been three lanes or, you know, six lanes. But I have access to three because I'm going in one direction at a time just in case you're following along. But um, the trucks are not allowed to be in the left-hand lane. So all kinds of people don't pass in the left-hand lane but ride in the left-hand lane. And this dude's not even out of the lane, so I'm, like, almost hitting him. So anyway, it's just been a weird day where I've had to, like, move around people on the right, but then there's all these trucks. Anyway, trucks, like, occupying both of the right lanes. It's just dense and weird. But anyway, um, last year, I will say this, going to Texas last July, the trip to, I think my first destination then was Dallas or Denton. Um, the highway had so many tire debris pieces. I felt like I was in a video game and it was all about not wrecking because you're hitting tire debris. <laughs> They're like big truck tires. I'm assuming because it was just so hot, and maybe it was like between, you know, trash pickup or whatever, but all over, I was like, I was dodging them. So this year I actually left super early, I left at 6.30 a.m. Tucson time to uh, to drive so that I would have less night driving, just in case it was like that again, but it wasn't like that. Anyway, that's your intermezzo, your intermission. Um, I should have warned you, you should go pee while I tell you about the roads in, in Texas. So, um... This thing got shaken loose, and it was really frightening. And then I integrated this part of me. That's the key. For most of us, when we get something shaken loose, and it's really difficult, we don't know what to do with it. And as you hear me tell over and over again, we have to learn to deal with our emotions. We have to get so grounded, so in our bodies, and and, and maintain a willingness to feel what we're feeling so that we can hold space for this part of us to speak. And in my case, this part was like, oh, you love me so much, blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. Fuck all y'all. You know, it was like this crazy, like, fuck everything, fuck everybody. But these particular, you know, influences in these people. Um, I integrated it. I let that part speak. And then now this part is with me. So it's much, it's much, much, sorry, much easier for me to tell the story now because things are a lot more settled down. But the part is now with me. The part is now with me. It's not hidden under the surface. I'm not ashamed of the fact that I have pain and anger uh, results from pain. It's just what's happening. Uh, I'm not, uh, you know, embarrassed because I'm impatient when this part of me comes up. I can stay grounded and not have to speak to anybody else what that part has to say. Like, you know, we're afraid to feel anger and resentment or whatever, or depressiveness or grief or anything else intense because we um, we don't want to throw it at people and don't want to be horrible people or bad or unhealthy or abusive or harming others. I don't have to share it with others. And that's why, you know, it's been a couple months or something, six weeks, since... Um, you know, since all this started, and now I'm talking about it. Like, I've, I told Schnubs about it, and I mentioned it to a couple people. I think I posted a little bit on Facebook a couple times about it. 
as I was kind of coming back to the Oralite 23s with Metatron Energy to get used to them. So at the last minute before I left for Texas, I mean, I was not hanging out with those stones. I was not spending time with them. They were on my desk, on the edge, and um, and so were the, what do you call them, the um, Labradorites with the same energy. And at the very last minute, like I'm taking the last bag, you know, my shoulder bag with my computer in it, out of the office, I get a nudge, intuitive nudge, to take all eight of those pieces with me. Then the whole drive, I could feel from the trunk the Oralite 23 Metatron pieces while I was driving. Like, I felt connected to them, and it felt empowering. It felt awesome. And I thought, you know, my brain said, well, hey, maybe I should get them out and hold them. And most of the drive, no, I just let it be. But then I did uh, get a couple of them and hold them. And I felt, I just felt really good. It was really great. And um, I hope I didn't just miss, well, we'll find out. Um, Let's get Mr. Map going here. Yeah, everything's fine. That's cool. Okay. Okay. Um, on track. <clears throat> but I could feel them. Like, like um, they were calling me. <laughs> like, like they had my number. And it was really... Uh, my brain was like, that's a little disconcerting. But it was also like, there is a special talisman that I, a magic tool that I have a connection with that I can use that's empowering me, that is amazing and awesome. And I know where it is and I could feel it in the trunk. I could feel where it was, which is not uncommon. If I get to know a frequency of stone and I need it and it's like under a book on my desk or something, like I, you know, I can find it. Um, oh, hold on. So eventually I did get a couple of them and held them while I drove and it was really good. It felt great. It felt amazing. And actually the drive was easy. It's like 13 hours. Yes, I do that. It was like 900 miles. And um, at the end, I was a little like I could eat, but it was fine otherwise. And um, unpacking was easy and setting up at the thing the next day, the, the, the expo, everything was easy. Everything was super easy. And um, I felt grounded and confident, and I felt open. So I had these stones on the table, and I held them during the day, and it felt peaceful. So I've been reflecting on this basically since Saturday, since reconnecting with the stones and holding them. And um, what I'm real, and so I was kind of like, I don't really talk with Metatron, but I might ask a question, and then he'll like, give me an image or a vibration. So I was processing all this when I was driving before I pulled over to turn on the recorder. And basically the, the message is, you know, Metatron's saying my energy in those stones is to essentially give you a kick to shake loose what disempowers you. So essentially whatever is going on for you right now that you are using to keep yourself from being empowered and making the right choices, that cannot stand if you let this intense energy with this high vibrating crystal into your sphere. So yes, I was the guinea pig. I got that thing shaken loose without knowing what was going to happen. That happens all the time where I, you know, 
do experiments on myself, and they're like, hey, why don't you do this? And I'm like, okay. And then I do it, and then I'm like, I'm fucked up for three weeks, and then I come back. But it's all about learning, so I can teach you. So And also get over my shit, one by one, one you know, step by step. So these... I, I mean... I am going to make them available. I'm going to program more like this and make them available. And this is kind of the educational, you, you know, audio beforehand. Um, but I think I'm also going to do a screening call <laughs> where if you want one, you can't just buy it from my site, but if you want one, we can talk and I'll explain to you what's, what might happen. But I don't know what's going to happen yet because this is just my experience. You might not have that. It might be peaceful for you the whole time. But if there is something that is counter to your highest good its ass will get kicked to the surface by the Metatron frequency and you will have to deal with it. So this is probably the most intense thing I've done. This is this is more than Moldavite. Like Moldavite, intense spiritual transformer, changes the shape of your consciousness. And so your energy field and your awareness and your orientation, like your, you know, being able to like walk straight and like not have headaches, like that can get fucked up for an hour or a day or two days. When you're ready to have it, you will adjust, right? If it's not right for you, you won't connect or it'll just feel bad a lot. But so that comes and goes and maybe I'll use it for a month and then put it away for a month. But this was like, this was like the fast track to a new phase of evolution. And it's serious. And so I've been thinking about how to like make sure people get that and don't just buy one because it sounds cool. So anyway, I think there's going to be a screening call <laughs> but, um, yeah, so now I'm using them. Now I have them in my lap, and I'm holding them as I drive, and I feel clear. But I also feel that part of me with me. But I'm not a, that angry, you know, uh, you know, I'm so loved, like, nobody wants to be around me or nobody has time to, to engage with me. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing it wrong because I want, because I'm human. You know what I mean? I'm not doing it wrong. That's what part of me before was so hurt about like I feel I have felt that I'm being punished for needing human connection and after this thing happened I just saw it differently after this whole thing happened and I'm working with the stones now it just seems different I feel less victimized when people are unavailable and I don't have to say fuck you or fuck them or fuck her I don't have to do that it's just kind of like, oh, okay, fine, you're not available? Like, that's fine, whatever. So, in other words, taking it less as a reflection of how loved I am by the universe, right? And this is ultimately healing that two-year-old abandonment shit from my dad. So, anyway, this whole uh, story, another Jacob's story that is all windy and whatever. Um, now they feel awesome. These Oralite 23s with Metatron's energy feel great. And even as I'm driving around, I notice a profound difference in my level of frustration when people do drive crazy or when, you know, you have the same person who keeps passing you and then getting in front of you and then slowing down. And then you pass that person because you're on cruise control because you're a reasonable person. And then the person keeps doing it and you keep looking at the same like jackass car over and over again like that, you know, that kind of before I'd be really angry about that. And now I just kind of like, cut down the speed limit by 20 miles an hour for a few minutes and then go back up to speed to let that person like play whatever you know non-consistent speed games you want 
Um, and they're not like cars that are 40 years old and don't have, you know, cruise control. Anyway, they're just driving like that. I had one of those on the way to Texas, and I was chill. It was chill, this, like, white Nissan that was, like, I don't know. It was probably, like, 15, 18 times. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, that kind of stuff would really, like, before make me crazy. Or if I'm in a store, this is how it used to come out all the time. If I'm in a store and uh, I see someone's energy, like, I see someone and their energy really disturbs me for whatever reason. I'm not insulting the person or whatever. I'm just saying, like, that I do not want to be around. And so I will make sure I'm not around that person, and I will run into that person eight times in the next three minutes. Like, no matter where I go, that person is magnetized, right? And that kind of shit just makes me crazy. And uh, anyway, it's like that on the highway. <laughs> so, good. I think I'm going to I think I'm gonna wrap Like, you've heard enough, right? Um, okay, great. Thanks for listening. 